Hello and welcome to the Creative Bridge podcast. I'm Yasmin and I'm the program lead for Creative Bridge at Codebase. Creative Bridge is a 10-week program for creatives to learn about startup thinking and digital product development. In this series, we chat to some of our amazing alumni to find out more about their creative journeys. In this episode, I'm joined by Laura Garcia Cabral. Laura works at TouchLab, a new startup that's working with the latest technology and materials to create electronic skin, primarily for robotics at the moment. TouchLab had an amazing start, winning the Scottish Edge Higgs Award at the end of 2020. You can find out more about TouchLab at touchlab.io. Here in this podcast, Laura tells us about her art background, how she came to work for TouchLab, and why it's really not so weird for a creative to be working on such a high-tech product. Hi, Laura. Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Um, yes, so 2021, which, um, as everyone is hoping, will be better than 2020. Um, but but you've had a really interesting 2020, which is where I got to meet you doing the Creative Bridge program as well. Um, and um, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Um, as you know, it's um, we use the podcast to talk to Creative Bridge participants about creative background and what they do now and you've had a super interesting journey so I'm really looking forward to hearing more about it. Maybe that's a good place to start. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about your, your creative background because obviously now you work at TouchLab which um, is a robotics company um, uh, and um, for a lot of people that might seem like a strange place to end up if you if you have a creative background. So um, yeah t- tell us about your journey and, and how you got there. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I, I studied fine arts in in Barcelona initially. I specialize in in sculpture, and I was also doing a fashion degree. So uh, it it is like a very uh, uncommon <laughs> uh, background uh, to have in in a robotics company. So after finishing university in Barcelona, I was working for about a year in in Catalonia. Uh, I was working as a freelancer and and then I moved to Scotland where I've actually initially worked as uh, an interior designer and and then soon I start getting to know the Scottish and especially Edinburgh startup ecosystem and I ended up integrating electronics into wearables. So here is where uh, my fashion and arts background met. <laughs> Uh, the engineering and startup ecosystem in in Edinburgh, and and that's also where I met Zaki, who is the founder of uh, TouchLab. So from there, uh, the journey began. <laughs> and and what did you think of the startup ecosystem in Edinburgh when when you got here? Um, how did it? Yeah, what what were your feelings about it? It it wouldn't be fair for me to um talk about any other ecosystem probably because I. I, I had not had the opportunity to work in any startup in Barcelona. Uh, so to be honest, this is probably the only one I know, uh, you know, by experience, because uh, it's easy to read about, you know, Silicon Valley uh, success stories, but that's definitely not <laughs> everything out there. Um, but yeah, Edinburgh ecosystem, I mean, Scotland is a very welcoming place, so it it does feel quite open um, it also has it also has its own pace so it's it's quite uh, it's quite slow <laughs> but not in a bad way it's just like um, 
it's just not Silicon Valley, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's I would say it's like slow and welcoming, <laughs> and and then yeah, there's there's great uh, there's great ideas, and in my opinion, I think that's because there's very good universities that support that. Edinburgh especially has uh, a lot of young people with great ideas and that gets reflected on the ecosystem. You can see uh, some of the craziest things and like more challenging problems being solved here and, and that's great to be able to be part of this. Um, and could you tell us a bit more about your work with wearables as well? That sounds really interesting. Um, yeah, so so my work with wearables was uh, so I guess like the first the first company I worked in, which was my introduction to the startup world. Um, like I start doing this integration of uh, pressure sensors into into gloves, uh, basically. So that's how I got to know <laughs> about pressure sensors. And, and all the electronics that you can put into uh, clothing, uh, if, if that makes sense. Um, I did not know about any of this. I did not know uh, anything about this like smart clothing or, you know, like electronic threads or anything. <laughs> so for me, it was a new world and definitely got, got into it <laughs> so much that I'm even now like you know, here in Tatslab. Um, but yeah, very, very different technologies from what I started doing uh, to what we are doing now. And and not so, we are not, in Tatslab, we are not doing so much of uh, wearables. Uh, we're focusing more on, on robotics. And, and even though there's some fabrics <laughs> sometimes in there, uh, yeah, that's not that much, not that much uh, like, yeah, the main point. And of course, you've mentioned Meeting Zaki um, uh, in Edinburgh, and he's the founder of TouchLab, um, which is where you work. Um, so could you tell us um, a bit more about TouchLab? Like, what what do you do, um, and what's your role there? Um, so so TouchLab is an electronic skin company. Uh, we, our sensors uh, can give you the pressure and the and the location of this pressure, and we're mainly focusing on robotics applications. We've done some um, like yeah green green energies uh, before, so we've done like tidal turbine, uh, but we are now basically focusing on uh, robotic gripper hands or body parts. My journey <laughs> or like yeah my work uh, in in TouchLab, um, it's I mean it started being like yeah I guess like. When I started in TouchLab, I was doing more of integration. So basically um, putting these sensors into whatever surface was needed. So as I mentioned before, like tidal turbines or robotics. So it's not the same having to put a sensor in a, in a tidal turbine that goes uh, 20 meters under sea water <laughs> or putting it in a gripper uh, that is going to be touching um, fruits and vegetables or a gripper that is going to be working in a factory. Um, so all, all, these, uh, all, all these scenarios need different application, uh, different integrations. And, and that was 
I mean, it's still now <laughs> like my my main job, but now we've got new new projects on board. We have uh, we we are uh, touched up. We are part of this global competition, the Avatar uh, Express competition. So we are the only team in Scotland <laughs> participating on that. We're very happy, um, and and that has a lot of user experience and controller um, like integration. So so this avatar project is a it's a humanoid robot that is being controlled by a human with this uh, force feedback gloves and and motion tracking suit. Uh, but also it has a lot of VR component. So, so this human uh, needs to navigate the spaces through the robot. <laughs> so it needs to be intuitive and it needs to be easy uh, depending on the scenario. So if it's like a healthcare scenario or if it's like a radioactive environment, we'll need different, uh, different settings, different designs. And, and also how humans perceive this robot being on a, a traditionally non-robotic uh, environment. So, so transitioning towards uh, a bit of like, yeah, user user experience, uh, a lot of like human-centered design or robot-centered design. <laughs> Great! It sounds so fascinating. Um, could you tell us maybe a bit about how the pandemic has affected what you do? It's funny because um, I wouldn't say that for Touch Lab everything has been so bad. Um, as yeah, as I said before, like we both Zach and I were coming from very uh, hectic times. Uh, we both finished studied our studies, or we were just finishing our studies, and yeah working and studying i mean not even working like building a startup <laughs> from zero the first months like you know getting suppliers manufacturing like all all the design plus doing a phd or in my case a master's that was way too much so in a in a way at the beginning of the pandemic when we were forced to close for two or three months it was it was very good for us. We got the time to stop, think about what we wanted to do next, which were the markets that we wanted to focus, and and like yeah, which were the grants that we really wanted to apply, and and that was that was really good for us. Uh, just the fact that we we stopped and we were rethinking <laughs> um, and evaluating, so that was really good. Um, and then as, as the year was going on, because <laughs> this has been like a year <laughs> um, of the pandemic. So, so then we realized how fortunate we were of being in, in the robotics and automation sector. Uh, it, was, it was getting a lot of, of hype. Uh, I think thanks to this, a lot of people had been realizing about the importance of uh, automation or robotics in in some sectors like healthcare or agriculture and and we've been fighting to get even a little bit of tiny recognition on like the importance of robots in agriculture for example and now uh, it was very well accepted by everyone and general public was 
uh, very keen on like you know automation and robotics so uh, yeah it's 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 been <laughs> a year of up and downs but but I think we finished 2020 uh, very happy <laughs> uh, we've also been very fortunate of getting a lot of grants and and a lot of like recognition so yeah it's Overall, it's been a good year for TouchLab, <laughs> and we're, we're hoping to start this one uh, yeah, with <laughs> a bit better. It's, it's funny because actually a lot of people have told me a similar thing, that, um, that the pandemic has given them a chance to, to slow down and really think about what's important for their mm. practice and for their company. So um, yeah. it has had, it seems weird to say it, but it has had positives for a lot of people too. It, it does. I mean, I, I totally understand uh, that, you know, there's been a lot of disruption for a lot of people. Um, and, and I honestly, like, I mean, we are very fortunate and like, I do like appreciate uh, every day, like how lucky we are of like being in, in where we are and the position and the education we got and all the resources that we have. Uh, we would not be here if it wasn't for a lot of people and a lot of resources and a lot of, a lot of like things put in place already for us to succeed but yeah it's 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 been it's been hard working but now I feel like we are starting to collect the <laughs> the fruits and and it feels it feels very nice um yeah and also, yeah, you. I mean, you're completely right in in terms of like routine, for example, like the fact that we didn't have to go to an office and we were able to rethink again, like how do we want to work, what what times or like you know which days of the week. Those were all things that we never had the chance to um, maybe set up a, a culture in place <laughs> for for our for our company, and that's. That's been very nice uh, to have these conversations and to talk about these things. Um, and, and you mentioned that, that it had been a year of ups and downs, but you had quite a lot of ups um, as well. Um, do you want to talk about some of the highlights of, of 2020? Please? Yeah, I think like, well, you, you definitely said like Scottish Edge uh, was, was like a very, <laughs> very good news for us. Uh, especially because it was, uh, it was a very lengthy application and, and, it was the first application we we talked very openly about the avatar project and and even though it sounds very crazy for a lot of people we actually won the top prize and that was like very good news for us <laughs> we can we can see how yeah how people support uh, avatar technologies and this uh, mix of human and robotics in, in the same equation, which for us is very important. Um, and yeah, I mean, we are also very happy we got the creative informatics one. <laughs> uh, that was also uh, a very, uh, yeah, up for us, especially because it was at the beginning of the pandemic. So <laughs> it was nice to know that there were still things going on. And, and recently we've, I mean, not that recently, but um, we are now also part of uh, the Unlocking Ambition uh, cohort uh, number two. So it's, it's very good also to be part of these uh, peer groups and, and getting to know other people in, in Scotland. And 
since since you know all these uh, in-person gatherings <laughs> are now not possible it's good to get not not lose contact with the scottish and, and edinburgh uh, ecosystem and i wonder whether just just to kind of round off um if you could talk a bit about i suppose what you think your perspective brings to the company because i think to a lot of people um what you work on sounds so technical that it's not something that you that some people would expect somebody with a creative background to go into um so i guess what what do you think you bring to the company with your own creative perspective i mean i guess for, first of all it's uh, it's funny to think about a uh, title up as a very technical company because it is uh, in a way we are developing this like high tech high tech devices but it's also highly creative in the way that they are new devices they've you know they are like electronic scene that has never been produced before so there's actually a lot of creativity and design on every single step so from uh, thinking about the sensors to manufacturing testing uh, integration everything is uh, very creative and uh, and there's a lot of design and iterations uh, and in the background so um yeah it's it's like I, I think like we have a very creative culture like we are um very open on on brainstorming and everyone can bring their own ideas and and there's no crazy uh, solution for for things. So uh, I think it's like what I feel I can add the most is my background actually. So coming from like a very diverse background, I have all these different experience that maybe engineers don't have, and then I'm able to contribute um, on on some solutions in this. Um, but yeah i think like the overall it's it's we have a very creative um yeah we have a very creative culture in in touch lab so it's it's very it's very good to work in a place like this like in in terms of like this transition from an art (laughs) background to to a very technical uh company um yeah, I mean, it's very hard. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny it. It's not for everyone, and and I'm sure that uh, you know a lot of people would need to find this like niche uh, space in 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 a startup or a company. But it is it is possible. Uh, it's just I think you also need to be honest with yourself on what you want to do. So um, I, I I think like a lot of like creative people don't want to end up working in like high tech um, companies if if that's what they would if you know like they're not coders or like they're not like developers or, or engineers um, but there is definitely a space there's definitely a space for designers and um, UX designers <laughs> and lots of like graphics and a lot of creativity is needed uh, in in these spaces and yeah, and upskilling, which is a word I'm, I'm borrowing, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm now always using. Uh, upskilling is uh, very important. 
it's really good to to hear that actually i think um uh yeah to 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 hear what your experience is and like you say it is hard and it's not for everyone um but there are there are opportunities for that skill set there as well yeah yeah and i'm like right now i'm like um i mean i'm getting a lot more into management but just because um you know when we started touch love it was pretty much zaki and i and like advisors and like financial people but like working working it was pretty much zaki and i so so i've acquired like skills <laughs> in the process i know the sensors like so much now just because i was the one like you know dissecting and like integrating everything and that whenever there's a new person coming in in the team even if he or she is an expert engineer on the topic it's like i know these sensors <laughs> maybe i don't know about a, a other you know like electronic skins or i'm not like an engineer but like this <laughs> this ones <laughs> these are my babies <laughs> like this ones i know <laughs> so so i guess like yeah it's i think it's kind of like a smooth transition so don't need to force it well, maybe just as a final question, um, so what's next for you over the next few months? Oof, um, <laughs> so in the immediate future, uh, we have the Avatar um, competition, uh, first deadline. So we need to make a, a demo of uh, the Avatar and the controller uh, doing a testing scenario, which we'll be able to show very soon. <laughs> uh, that will be very exciting. And, and in two, three months, we are thinking of growing the team. So I think this will be good news uh, for us <laughs> and, and for everyone, hopefully. Um, but yeah, we are, we are expecting to, to grow quite quickly on this 2021. We are ready to grow the team and, and take on board more projects and, and continue the ones we have and yeah exponentially grow amazing yeah very very exciting and terrifying at the same time but yeah very exciting um so if people want to know more about touch lab where can they where can they find out more about you uh well you can find us in on our website which is touchlab.io or linkedin uh, and twitter pretty much great and and just in, in any way just drop us an email uh, <laughs> we are like yeah I'm, I'm always here so I'm always I'm always happy to have a conversation or or yeah answer some questions awesome well thank you so much Laura it's been so nice to hear about your creative journey and hear more about touch lab as well and we'll really look forward to seeing that exponential growth happen in 2021 as well thank you it was very nice talking to you